Welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma the Job Seekers Podcast. All right, welcome to the 17th episode of the Let's Eat Grandma Job Seekers Podcast. We have a truly amazing episode coming today for all of you life hackers. We're going to talk about how to literally upgrade your day and hack your energy and productivity so that you can have a better job search. Or if you're not searching, you can use these tips to have a better workday in general. I just want to kind of start this off by telling you why I am so excited to have this on a personal level. I have had such a kind of rushed and stressed last few days just because I feel like I haven't been able to kind of optimize my productivity and energy. So I'm really excited to bring Jordan Gross on here. He's an absolute all-star in this realm, and he's the author of Getting Comfy, Your Morning Guide to Daily Happiness. Man, there's no one who I'd rather have here to talk to you about this topic today. With a Master of Science in Management Studies from Kellogg School of Management, Jordan has the business background to apply his growth hacking advice to job seekers. He's helped grow several startups, and I also found it interesting that he serves as a junior board member for Northwestern's Cognitive Neurology and Alzheimer's Disease Center. And as a certified professional trainer, he also brings an athletic background, nationally ranking in soccer, and as a top goalie in his state when only in high school. So we really have some amazing content coming up here. Jordan's somebody who has a lot of practical information on how to improve your day, and he's going to help you strive towards that all-star status yourself. Without further ado, here's Jordan Gross. Jordan, it's good to see you. Good to have you on here. How are you doing today? Chris, it's great to be here. I'm uh, super excited to chat today about morning energy, mental preparedness, anything to get yeah. yourself ready and your listeners ready for approaching a great day, a great interview, and uh, a great life. So happy to be here. Definitely. I mean, there, there is, I'm not, it's not further from the truth that I am, I am kind of struggling right now, man. I feel like these last few days have been just kind of like Rush, 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 go, go, go. And so I was just talking to my brother. I'm like, I cannot wait to speak with Jordan to see kind of the insight he has. So yeah, I think that's incredible. Excited, excited for it. Before we kind of launch into the kind of the meat of the topic, I'd love to ask about you and how you arrived in your current situation as an author and expert in this field. What is your story, sir? Yeah, so there, there's a lot of components in my story. Uh, I'll break it down into, I guess, what got me into personal growth and development in the first place, and then what brought me back to personal growth and development only a year ago. So my my quick story is that I I wasn't, you know, I was, I was a partier in college, uh, probably until my <laughs> junior year. I was... Weren't a lot of us. Yeah, I was focused on <laughs> school... To an extent, I was focused on athletics to an extent, um, but I was in North, I was at Northwestern University in Chicago. Um, I was part of, you know, I, I started out on the soccer team over there and then I continued on the club team and I just sort of had this lifestyle once I got off of the main soccer team where I had a lot of freedom to enjoy myself. And that freedom continued and extended into my junior year when I studied abroad in Prague. And I basically traveled around Europe for four months, unaware of the consequences that drinking could 
have on my body uh, every single yeah. day. But so about halfway through that, I kind of said to myself, I'm going to finish up my time here. And when I get back to school, it's time to put my head down and, and bring myself back to reality. So upon arriving back in the States and starting up my, we're on trimesters at Northwestern. So my second quarter, my winter quarter there, I started listening to podcasts. And the first one I listened to was Art of Charm with Jordan Harbinger. And then I listened to Hal Elrod's Achieve Your Goals podcast. And then I listened to Tony Robbins. And then I listened to Tim Ferriss. And at the same time, I started reading all of their books. And I just was reflecting on my own thoughts in a Word document throughout this whole entire journey. So um, I also started to put things into practice in everyday life. So I started an Alzheimer's awareness organization. I dipped my feet into the startup world and in, in food delivery services in the Chicago area. Um, I interned with a you know Merrill Lynch and I also interned with a small consulting group for for super fast growing companies. So I was really yeah, trying wow. to fully immerse myself in a variety of these experiences because I just learned and I'm obsessed with this term that I am called a multipotentialite. So for all the people out there who think that it's unhealthy or not beneficial to have a lot of interests in a lot of different areas, that yeah. is exactly what I am. And I'm not afraid to pursue those wow. interests in those different areas. Yeah, if you don't know exactly what you want to do yet, it's okay because you can you know, go out there and, and test exactly what you want to do by either creating something on your own or doing some independent consulting out there for people who are already doing what you want to do. Um, but that's, that's, that's neither here nor there. So then basically I, I did my master's at Kellogg, like you, like you mentioned before. And I went on to pursue a passion of mine, which was the food industry. But I also took a job maybe for some of the wrong reasons. So I fell a little bit for the stability of it, the prestige and the financial compensation. So sure. I was in a management program with a big restaurant group and I wouldn't say immediately, but pretty quickly I realized that this wasn't what I was meant to do. So the story here and what brings me back to personal development is one of the nights where we were closing, closing the restaurant. You kind of stay there till like three or four o'clock in the morning. I actually locked myself out of the office. I was just kind of sitting there on the ground, like locked out of the only place I needed to be at that time. And I just thought to myself, like, what am I doing here? Honestly, like I got reprimanded today for not giving one of our guests a drink, their signature drink with the right, you know, temperature of it. And this isn't what I'm meant to be doing. You know, I'm feeding the rich on Park Avenue, New York City, when my whole background, my whole life, my whole mentality is about feeding the poor. So after that, I, I decided that um, no matter where this job was going to take me, it, it wasn't going to take me to the place that I ultimately wanted to be. So I decided to quit. And I thought that the next thing I would do would have to involve uh, my three really core principles that I had found when I was studying personal development. And that's, I love building relationships. I love growing and creating something from the ground up. And I love adding value to others without expecting anything in return. So with those three components, I decided, uh, what do I have to share with other people so that I can fulfill these three dreams of mine? And I realized that all these reflections that I had in my Word document from my personal growth and development journey, they were related to a morning routine that I was developing. 
And I thought about what was keeping me sane and happy and optimistic during this restaurant experience that was very challenging. And it was exactly what I was doing. So I created a daily preparedness, daily routine, um, mental application in order to overcome stress and anxiety and really take control of not only situations, but also of each and every day from the moment I woke up. So that's what I did. And uh, I've been on a journey weaving in and out of different opportunities for the last year since then. That's amazing, man. And you struck a chord, I think, with a lot of people listening to this podcast, because a lot of the people are professionals who may not be necessarily happy with the current job that they have. So you talked about working for your restaurant company in the past. And I have a very similar story. You know, I I was in restaurants and Mm. it's uh, (laughs) oh, these these managers, servers and all these people, a lot of respect because it's not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. And it's um, it's it's definitely something that um, is for a specific type of person. I realized that I wasn't that person um, mm-hmm. that kind of belonged um, within restaurants. Yeah. So I kind of found my own way and like you to to be more motivated and to be able to use your own gifts to help more people at the bigger scale. Yeah. So what I'm hoping right now is other job seekers will realize that their energy levels and, and things like that will actually increase as as they choose things that they they're more called to do. That's absolutely so, what it's about. Mm-hmm. It's where do you yeah. derive your energy from? And the more you explore that, the better off you're going to be. Absolutely. And uh, I'm really excited to talk about this concept of morning routine. And we're going to make that a core topic of this episode. But kind of before we launch into that, I want to hear from you why you think it is so important to even have that routine in the first place. Yeah. So it's about what people are not doing. So a lot of the problems that I hear come from the fact that people are waking up and they're allowing their day to control them rather than them controlling their day. So think about what you did this morning. Did you roll over and hit the snooze button or did you wake up, put your, (laughs) so yeah, so you're in that boat or did you wake up, put your two feet on the ground and jump out of bed with excitement? Uh Did you, you know, jump in and take a, a nice cold shower and really energize your body or did you hop into a, a warm, relaxing shower and sort of get in, back into that sleepy mode and just want to yeah. get back into bed? Did you, you know, make yourself a nutritious breakfast? Or did you, one of my least favorite sayings is grab a bar because you didn't have time, right? Like mm-hmm. a, one of those breakfast nutrition bars. So I'd, yeah. s- I'd say one of the main problems and one of the main reasons why people need routines in their lives is to add that time to the day that people say they don't have, right? So how many job seekers out there are saying, I just don't have the time to do X, Y, Z, right? So many people, I'm sure. But if you just, you know, if you go to sleep one hour earlier and you wake up one hour earlier, then boom, there's that extra hour where you get to focus on you, become the best version of who you are and work on that personal growth and development so that you yourself are ready to add value to other people and bring the best version of you to any situation that you have moving forward. Um, And hopefully that situation is a a fantastic job interview. Digging into that pain point a little bit more, we talked about not having enough time, Yeah, which I think, wow, it's such a, it's such a, common thing and and a powerful principle to realize that you can get that time back. 
But um, I think a lot of our job seekers out there, uh, statistically, many of them already have jobs. Mm-hmm. So on top of this, this search and going out there and applying to all these positions and trying to attend these networking events and blah, 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 mm-hmm. they also are trying to do the nine to five thing where they are stuck in this job that they're not happy with. Right. Um, is something that I've really found. Or, you know, even if you don't have a job, you know, a lot of the times we do get kind of bogged down with our the daily minutiae and the things that we really need to take care of. You know, I don't know, maybe you have kids, maybe you are involved in other things that aren't your job search. So I think this concept of time is so incredibly important. And I think it's such a good thing to focus on in the context of this episode. Let's launch right into it. Let is, let's talk about the different parts of the morning routine here um, so we can kind of dive into and find the application for job seekers. So how can job seekers set themselves up for their day to absolutely crush it? You kind of roll with roll with the principles of comfy, and yeah. uh, we'll see what we can come up with here. I'm excited. Yeah, so it's called getting comfy, and comfy is an acronym. We'll get to what it stands for, but you know the book itself is called Getting Comfy: Your Morning Guide to Daily Happiness. And like I keep saying, it is you know an an extra hour that you add to your day in which you are solely focusing on you. That's that's. The be all and end all at the end of the day, you could be the most selfless person in the entire world, but it's sort of like the airplane analogy. If you don't put your own gas mask on your face before you help those around you, then you're not going to be able to help those around you. And it's an hour you said? It's really tailored to your particular preferences and your particular styles. So for me, it's really turned into a good hour. But let's say this morning I had, I do personal training in the morning. Like you said, I had a 6 a.m. client. And also I wanted to work out before I got to my client. So I wasn't really trying to wake up at 3.30 in the morning to get a full hour in and then get a full workout in. So I did like a 15 minute uh, comfy routine, getting in all my components, but just allowing myself to choose parts of those components in order to still hit them all, but make them a little bit shorter. So it can be flexible. That's, that's good to know. It it is very flexible. And at the end of the day, their recommendations, not demands. The way I came up with this methodology is from uh, a guy named Hal Elrod, who I mentioned in the beginning, he wrote a book called the miracle morning, and he's got something called the savers technique and S A V E R S stands for six different things that he was doing every morning that changed his life. So I started to try those. And what I did with Comfy is I picked the ones that I liked the most and I added my own uh, that I thought was really making me happy. And I made it my own acronym. So so I like to be, I like to keep it fun. I always like to be different. And I, I'm always trying to reinvent the wheel. So rather than just telling you how to get comfy, I think, Chris, you and I are going to practice getting comfy together. How does that sound? <laughs> that sounds good. Good. And I'm I'm excited. I'm coming from the perspective of of listeners right now. So this is great. I don't I don't I haven't read the book yet and I'm going to read it and I'm really excited for it, but this is me kind of asking on behalf of everyone. Um so I'm I'm in it with you listeners right now listening to this. So yeah, let's let's launch into it, Jordan. Okay. So, Chris, I want you to take two deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. Ready? One more. All right, cool. So that is C. That stands for calm. 
So calm is the first thing you're going to make sure that you do when you wake up and get ready for the for the rest of the day because so many of us we're in the middle of this phenomenal dream, right? We're on the beach and we're, you know, sipping our pina colada and then all of a sudden boom, the alarm goes off and we freak out and, you know, you get that startled feeling that oh my goodness, my day is about to begin, right? Yeah. So the first thing you do is you do something that gets you calm. So what you just did was the two deep breath method. And that's what I did this morning because it was a short getting comfy routine for me. So I took two deep breaths, just like that. And boom, I I got done with my C for the day. Let's say it was yesterday where I had a little bit more time. Some of the calm things that you can also be doing are... Practices like meditation. I use that. Yeah. I use the Headspace app to do a ten-minute guided meditation um, a couple times yeah. a week. Or so you can go and do yoga for a little bit if you really have some extra time. You can do a yoga class if you like to walk. Walking is a great thing for calm, calming your mind, calming your body. Um, you can listen to soothing sounds. The only recommendation I do have and. When I got started, I, I fell into this trap a little bit was I would try to meditate in my own bed and sometimes I would just fall back asleep. So yeah. uh, definitely get, yeah. get out of the bed, get yourself uncomfy, so to speak, and uh, get started with that, that calming uh, mentality. So the next one we have is O. All right, Chris, tell me, tell me something that you are afraid of. So, oh man, that's a good question. I want to make sure that I pick a good example for you because there are a few things. Um, so I would say it is, and this is this is a genuine fear, uh, you know, kind of spurred by kind of recent things. But it's it's not having enough time to complete the things I need to complete, and therefore I start falling behind and end up um, not being successful. You know, so for instance, it's, you know, what, November, December. So it's like, oh gosh, I only have two more months to complete every single objective I had set out for um, the rest of the year. So, and that is a genuine fear. It's like not being able to, to actually complete these things for lack of time or, or, or just in general. So, yeah. So I, I appreciate your vulnerability there. I think your listeners will appreciate your vulnerability as well. And that's what O is all about. O stands for openness. So there's two ways in which openness comes into the picture. And the first one is openness with yourself. So take that question I just asked you. Name me something that you're afraid of. And mm-hmm. what you're going to do when you're, you're being open with yourself is you're going to journal and literally write it down. So I write down in a journal, depends on the day. Let's say it was this morning. I did exactly that. I wrote down what scared me about today, what scares you about a month from now, what scares you about a year from now, five years from now. And that allows me to just get these scary thoughts out of my head. And I think writing it really, really helps. So aside from these fearful thoughts, uh, another great one is gratitude. So what are you grateful for? Gratitude is the answer to all of our anxieties. And I'll write down three things that I'm grateful for. I'll write down uh, a bunch of different things. I'll write down things that I've accomplished in the past so that I'm constantly reminding myself that I have achieved great feats and that I can continue to achieve them. Um, the only thing I'd recommend not writing down too much of 
is a daily schedule. I know a lot of it's counterintuitive. A lot of people say to like schedule in the morning when you wake up, but I think that actually adds to the anxiety if there are too many things on your plate for that particular day. Um, okay. So that's one thing I'd stay away from. That's when you're, me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so I, I the the thing I tend to say to people who do that is maybe do it the night before. So so that the makes sense. so the other openness side of things is being open with other people. So just like you and I are having a conversation right now, you can either text message somebody, email somebody, the the same exact kinds of principles. Hey, hey man, Chris, you know, tomorrow morning I wake up, Chris, I'm really grateful for that interview, man. Like, uh, it was great. I hope you got a lot out of it. I hope your listeners got a lot out of it. And boom, that's my openness. Yeah. This is something that not everyone does. And I mean, I'm thinking me personally, I, I am probably not as open as I, I can be mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about like all the things that I have on my mind and, and, um, I definitely don't share them as much as yeah. I, I would hope. So I'm yeah. glad you brought that to light. Yeah. So it, like you said, like you said, it's in your mind right there. And the key to overcoming stress and anxiety is getting those things out of your mind, getting them out into yeah. the open, allowing other people to talk you through it. So yeah, that's why it's so important. And another fun one that I do in the morning is rather than just, you know, it could, it might be a little silly if I were to just email you one morning, Hey Chris, like I'm really, really scared of spiders. Like just wanted to let you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So something that I do that I, I picked up from Tim Ferriss's book is he taught a class where he kind of said like, I am putting out a challenge to whoever can somehow speak with the most prestigious individual like and we'll we'll rank how prestigious that these people can be so i'll you know navigate linkedin i'll go through northwestern's alumni database and i'll reach out to somebody who i really have no business ever talking to be it a oh sure an actor or an actress or a celebrity or a best-selling author or somebody like that and i'll just get them on the phone and it's led to some pretty awesome conversations. So that's another way that I am open in the morning. And then, you know, the next day, my openness email is, hey, thanks for that conversation. So you're just really setting yourself up to to really be vulnerable and put yourself out there and uh, cool. express your gratitude for other people. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. That's that's something I think a lot of people need to hear. Yeah. So Great. so we're, we're going to keep moving. And I guess pun intended there, but M stands for movement. Um, I'm not going to force you, <laughs> but if you want to get up and just, you know, jog in place a little bit, stretch out, you, you're more than, uh, you're more than free to, yeah. but M is all I'm about movement. Right now. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Chris is standing, everyone, he's stretching his arms out. This is a good podcast radio here. Movement to me has been so important in my life because I grew up on the heavier side. I was a pudgy kid. I sort of use it to my advantage because I was bigger and stronger than everybody. So I was better at sports, but I I, I got picked on um, and it was something I had to overcome. But little by little, I understand how I understood how important movement was for me. So I would, you know, I started to jog up and down uh, my stairs. I started to stand in front of the TV instead of sit. I would, you know, like do jumping jacks in the shower. My parents thought our house was going to fall to the ground. But um all of these different techniques I started to employ, I realized that my 
body wasn't only feeling better, but my mind and my entire being was better as well. I was thinking clearer. I was smarter. I was more sociable. I was, uh, everything about me was, was really getting better when I started to move. So I can't stress the importance of movement enough. And I think where this applies to you all as job seekers is don't go into job interviews feeling static. So go in having walked around a little bit, having, you know, shaken out your your arms and legs. Um, Get loose before you go into these job interviews and you're just going to feel more confident, more comfortable. I think that's such an incredible way to kind of bump up people's state yeah. um, to make sure that people are alert and thinking the right way. And I'll even kind of do that before a podcast yeah. is like, I, even I, I, j- I just said I moved up right now yeah. so I can kind of get the blood flowing. Right. But what, what else do you think are some great, um, I guess, tips for people just to gear up for that interview to make sure that they're motivated and their energy is up? Yeah. So, so comfy is not only a morning routine, it, it's a preparedness technique. And you can do a quick comfy routine before you head into any interview, right? So you can do two oh, deep great. breaths for your calm. Great, absolutely. You can, you can, you, you can send a, uh, a gratitude message or, or, you know, pump yourself up with positive self-talk and that's your form of openness. You can jump up and down and do 25 jumping jacks before you get into that in, in, interview, interview room. Uh, but awesome. yeah, you, you can, you can put all these comfy morning tactics into play before you head into not only an interview, but anything that is going to stress you out or lead to anxiety. If you're going to have dinner with your in-laws, if you're going on a date, anything that you don't feel a hundred percent confident about, this is going to get your body and your mind on the right track. Beautiful, beautiful. I think people need to hear that. Like, this isn't just for the morning. This could be also for um, any sort of event like that. So, and uh, anything else with movements, any other um, types of ways that I can get my body moving? I like that you said jumping jacks because that's yeah. simple. You don't need anything. Yeah. So. so, so this is about simplicity, and again, it's very dependent on the person. If you, if you love to go out there and lift weights, then weightlifting is a great way to just sort of be present in the moment and show yourself that you can accomplish incredible tasks by lifting 80 pound dumbbells over your head. You know, if, if, yeah, Yeah. if you're, if you're a runner, then going on a, going on a a jog where you can just sort of let flow uh, thoughts flow through your mind that that's great for idea generation and confidence and and really happiness building um or you could use both the time in the gym or on a run in order to listen to podcasts or interview mm-hmm. tips or you can really multitask with your exercise if you'd like uh one thing for me that i think is super important is high intensity interval training so this literally, especially if you're time crunch for the people out there who, who don't necessarily think they have the time to do all of this in the morning, high intensity interval training could be a 10 minute routine that gets you huffing and puffing. And it could be yeah. burpees followed by pushups, followed by sit-ups, 10 seconds of rest, followed by running in place, followed by broad jumps. And then boom, you've got this incredible workout and it only takes you 10 minutes of your day. But by the end of it, you're literally keeled over sweating and you know so yeah that's that's a great one as well fantastic yeah Yeah, i remember um i I think it was uh, a blog i was reading about fitness that was saying that 
and you could you you can correct me if I'm I'm wrong here, but that just such a small amount of time, like even like you said, ten minutes is better than no workout at all. So if you come to the decision between, you know, not having time to work out, just just doing something is like much better than that. So definitely, hundred percent spot on. And uh, are you ready to move on to F, or is there more with the M there? No, I think we can move on. And uh, F, I'll I'll dive straight into. Um, F is my favorite. It is, so up to this point, if you do follow any people in the personal growth and development space, you kind of hear these, make sure you're calm, make sure you meditate, make sure you express gratitude, make sure you exercise. They're pretty common, you know, I, I like to call all of these ideas I does because they're so simple at the end of the day, you just say duh when you hear them. (laughs) <laughs> but F is a little bit different. It's also an idea, but you don't hear it as often. F is call, is funny, but really mm. it's all about making yourself smile and understanding that, yes, you should take what you're doing seriously, but you shouldn't take yourself too seriously and you shouldn't take life too seriously. Um, so that's what funny is all about. And you can you know, there's a lot of different ways to laugh and smile in the morning. And hopefully, you know, you've laughed and smiled already just from exercising or reaching out to somebody you care about. But yeah, this is just a continuation of that mindset that, hey, I'm starting my day and no matter what happens, nothing can really bring me down because I had a fantastic morning. One of the most important aspects of the funny part of the routine is we mention issues with people's mornings or or people's days or problems that they have typically uh, a little bit earlier on. And I'd say that one of the, the main things that I came across when listening to what people normally do in the morning is that people want to find out what the news is, right? They want to know what's going on in the world, which sure, it's it's, it's phenomenal to be educated and to be aware of what's going on. But the news these days is is filled with tragedy, it's filled with devastation, it's filled with racism and hate and crime. And how are we going to lead a day that's filled with optimism and joy when what we're immediately consuming is such pessimism and terror? So, you know, what I say is rather than uh, turning on CNN in the morning, I say to build your own PNN, a positive news network. So that enables you to have an arsenal of go-to funny videos or go-to funny memes, articles, pictures, um, anything that's really just going to gonna brighten you up. So it, again, different for everybody and, and pick your own poison. But for me, it's like any kind of videos with like funny dogs or babies, that's going to make me smile. Some of the feel-good ones are, you know, soldier comes home from war or... The, uh, yeah. you know, the incredible videos, uh, people are awesome is one of those YouTube channels where you yeah. kind of just look at it in awe and you understand the, the amazing capabilities that we have as human beings. So yeah. that's, this, that's this a is great a funny one. one for me, but yeah. I, feel, I, I like watching workout videos, like inspirational ones from just like top competitors yeah. and that's always inspiring. Yeah. It's, me, it's super inspiring because you, you understand that. So yeah. it's really cool, and I think that's super important to understand, especially right when you wake up. How long would I spend doing these sorts of things? Is it just like, do I watch a video or just a quick clip? And um, yeah, what would that look like? Yeah, so so funny for me is always the shortest. Love it. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. That's one that I 
definitely do not do. Yeah. You're literally naming all the ones that I did not do this morning. So <laughs> <laughs> this is genius. Good, good. So tomorrow you'll do you'll do everything differently. All right, last so. but not least, tell me if there was one skill that you could learn for the rest of your life that you have not learned yet, what would you choose? Uh, love that question. I've thought of this before, um, maybe not in this context, but uh, yeah, I'll bring this one up. It's truly being able to connect with anyone, like actually connect with them, not just just like, hi, what is your name? Yeah. Kind of small talk, mm-hmm. but like actual form uh, connection with um, people, no matter what their background is, kind yeah. of no matter where they came from, whatever country. Yeah. Uh, but to actual, I think that's a skill to be able to have Absolutely. that conversation and, and form those those relationships. You know, kind of no matter what. So that's that's the number one thing for me. That is really true. Yeah, that that's so. a great one, and it really really brings the why to light because I mean, not only the letter why, but like that's your why of what you want to do in this world. Um, and I would say that it, it's, it definitely resonates with why, because why stands for you, like literally Y O U or your passion or your mm-hmm. choice. So every morning you're going to wake up, Chris, and you're going to say, what can I do as this last component of me bettering myself in order to fulfill that dream, that goal of getting better at true, true, true human interaction with anybody. So are you going to hop on the phone with somebody who is, you know, thousands and thousands of miles away? Are you going to go to your local um, grocery store and have a conversation with nobody who you ever thought you'd chat with? Uh, Um, But that's what you're going to do for your why, because that's your passion. So for me, for me, it was a nice culmination of the comfy routine because my why for so long was writing about getting comfy and writing was my, my passion and sharing this methodology with the world was my passion and my why. So yeah, other things, you know, people have worked on, uh, people have literally just, just read or they've worked on learning a new language or they've worked on their dancing or they've worked on their singing. It's anything that allows you to sort of just focus on something that you can really call your own before you have to approach the rest of the day and focus on, I don't know, things that other people are going to advise you to do. Absolutely incredible. And I think what that does is it it tells people to live their lives with a little bit more intent, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more purpose. Because I think a lot of us and, you know, I, I'm, this is also speaking from experience in, 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 in years past, but like kind of living the day-to-day life and just going kind of wherever the hour takes me. Yeah. You know, for instance, like, all right, I'm going to go to this meeting. I'm going to listen to these people. Right. I'm going to check emails because I always check emails and that's what I do. Right. And, you know, I got to respond. It's it's so much of that living without intent. And I think what this does right off the bat is it, it allows you to kind of grab those reins and to be able to set yourself in that direction and the way you want to go. It looks at the big picture. It doesn't just look at, you know, kind of the minutia in life that you deal with always. So, yeah. Um, wow. What a good one to end on. I yeah. Think. Yeah. So, and that was a great summation, man. You, you hit the nail on the head. Two follow ups to this. Say I, I start my work. I start work at nine o'clock. Yeah. Just a very practical question. Mm-hmm. What time should I be thinking to kind of get up to make sure that a my commute's like 30 minutes? So I was I just going to say, how long does it take you to get to work? So like leave the door at like 830. Um, so when should I be getting up? Do you think? 
if you have to be out the door at 8.30, I would I would start small if you've never really practiced a morning routine before. And I would say give yourself a 7.30 wake up so that you give your some time. Don't hit the snooze button, but give yourself some time to slowly adjust into it and then give each one a try. And then the more you try it, the more you'll hit your sweet spot. But I would say to give yourself an extra cushion because you still got to boom. You know, my morning routine ends when I cook myself breakfast and head into the next sure. thing. So give yourself a little bit extra time there. So I'd say, you know, seven o'clock, wake up, 45 minute routine. And then you have all the leeway to get to where you're going early and and be ready and be the first one in the office rather than middle of the pack. Even though this whole thing is about how you should really aim to do this all the time, it's that you you can't get caught up in days where it just doesn't necessarily work out, right? Sure. So, you know, here I am, I'm the, you know, talking about morning routines all the time. I wrote a book about it, but there are days where I, I feel crappy and I don't want to yeah. get out of bed an hour and a half early to practice this routine. And yeah. the only thing that I ensure to do on days like that is get better the next day. And I'm not, you know, I played sports growing up in my whole life, but I wouldn't say that I am a super competitive person in regard to comparing myself to other people, but rather I am extremely competitive comparing myself to myself and getting better each day and having a better morning if I don't have a great one the day before. It's a much more healthy mindset, I think, Mm. than just looking around yourself, especially in social media. Yeah. A lot of especially like our millennial generation is just very, very focused on that. We're constantly looking at what other people do, you know, what, what awesome wedding that the other person went to. <laughs> I love awesome weddings, but yeah. <laughs> it's just an example. Yeah. Um, in closing, and I want to get to your book in a second, cause I think people need to know where to find this book. Um, but before we get into that, could you just tell me what my life can look like, you know, after some time by practicing this routine regularly, versus what I normally do in the morning. You know, what how can my life be kind of transformed? You know, what what sort of benefits am I going to be able to see? Yeah, that's a that's a great question and it's one that I think about all the time, you know. I sometimes I have that feeling, you know, am I truly helping people? Does this truly help people aside from the 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 specific day in which they're feeling a little bit more energized and a little bit more jazzed up about what they're doing. So I'll talk to one person in particular who sent me an email who was an older woman and she had physical health issues, maybe even some mental health issues, issues with her her children and her husband. Um, But she emailed me about how she had been getting comfy. And at first she was reluctant to continue it on because she didn't think that youthful exuberance and a clever acronym was going to help her in the long run. Okay. And it was only after a few months, but she emailed me kind of saying that she had never experienced an excitement for the next day like she had after getting comfy. So not only was she feeling better in the present and the day that she was going to have ahead of her. But for the first time, she was able to go to bed and actually really want to wake up and get out of bed the next day, right? So that's what I'd say is the long-term potential 
and the long-term gain for this. It's, it's a true, genuine, I, I'll just use excitement again to wake up yeah. the next morning. Um, I mean, you know, that was a, that was a pretty heavy example, but the way I look at it is basically if the more you get comfy and the more you have a morning routine, that's going to energize you and lift you up. It's like, you know, waking up on a Saturday morning for an early, an early morning tailgate, right? When you're in school and how are you able to just be up at 6am and and jump right out of bed and and get ready to go party with your friends? It's because there Mm -hmm. was an event that you were looking forward to. So now that you have created your own morning routine, your own getting comfy routine, there's going to be that tailgate like event that you're able to look forward to. Yes, it's that like that hopeful optimism Mm -hmm. that I think a lot of us are really lacking in our lives. And and I really mean that word in, in every in every possible way. I don't want it to be like this thing that people glaze over like, oh, optimism, you know, think positive thoughts like it's not that like it's it's actually like giving yourself the energy and like actually doing the right things that set you up for success, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. Any final words of advice for job seekers, Jordan? Yeah, I, w- I would go back to my description of myself and being a multi-potentialite and the journey that I've taken in saying that it is okay to deviate from the norm and to take the path less traveled because at the end of the day, you're going to regret more that what if I had done X than actually going out and doing what you want to ultimately do. Um, So when you go out there and you're thinking about your job search, you know, really try, try your hardest in order to do something that lights you up inside rather than taking a route that you're just doing because other people are guiding you in a direction that you don't even know you want to go. That's, um, that's the last bit of advice I would say for, for anybody out there who doesn't necessarily know where they want to take their job search. Jordan, you've been an absolutely incredible guest. I actually did not think that this was going to go on this long, (laughs) but I just had so much curiosity for the things that you were saying. And and genuinely wanted to use this to improve my life. Yeah. So I'm going to buy this book. How can I go ahead and do it? And how can I just find out more about you in general? Yeah. So the biggie is getting-comfy.com. And on there, you have access to the book page, which you can get on Amazon. And then I do urge everybody to join the email list on there, where in the pretty short future, you'll just get like a I don't know, like a 5 a.m. quote every day of the week that inspires, you cool. know, calm, openness, movement, funny, and you. You'll get cool. You'll get a free ebook that I just put together with some comfy uh, short stories, and uh, you might even get a couple more free goodies as well. So um, that's where you can find me. And then I also I'm free for for phone calls and you know, morning preparedness or any type of preparedness coaching, um, to work through strategies like that as well. So, you know, I'm an open book. My contact info is right in my book. Um, it's right on my website. So do not hesitate to reach out. I'll be more than happy to answer. Fantastic. And, uh, getting comfy. Is this a a long, you know, you know, 300, 400 page book or is (laughs) is it on the shorter side? How, how long are we talking here? The paperback is 180 pages but it's, it's pretty big font and it's broken up nicely. 
Um, yeah. yeah. No excuses for you listeners. Yeah. That's, that's very short. <laughs> yeah. And the ebook is a quick read. You know, people have told me that they sat down and have read it within two hours before. Perfect. Jordan, you have been an absolutely incredible guest here, and I appreciate you coming on to this episode and, and sharing your gifts and being able to really motivate people and especially job seekers in this you know, potentially tough time that they're going through. So I really thank you for coming on here today. Thanks a lot, and Chris. I, and I really do encourage everyone listening to this to try this with me. Like I'm going to do it tomorrow. So get into your comfy routine. Um, and even if it's very short, um, I just would encourage them to do, you know, what Jordan said, like, don't, don't overthink it. If it's going to be a, you know, sh on the shorter side, it's okay. Just get into the habit of doing it. I'm going to do it. So go ahead and do it with me and, um, let's get into this habit. Guys, if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button because Jordan, who knows, maybe he'll be back on this podcast. You know, we have such amazing content coming up in the future that is all relevant towards building you up to be better job seekers and have more energy, have better resumes and to really put your best foot forward. So not going to want to miss out on that. And I really do appreciate every single one of you guys for listening to this. Um, this podcast has definitely grown over the last few months, and I'm grateful for you, every single one of our guests, and it's just been a really incredible opportunity to do what I'm passionate about, like Jordan said, like this is what fulfills me. So thank you to all of you, and I'm going to go ahead and say goodnight. Goodnight.